So we're here with Haytham, uh, the owner, uh, the visionary of the Clearport. So we're in the Clearport. Uh, we walked in, you checked us out. We checked in, got security bin, the terminals and everything else like that. Man, this is a really, really, really dope uh, experience. Thank you, man. I think one of the things, um, cause it's around like this whole nostalgic of like fly. And it's just like, I remember when like uh, Wiz Khalifa Currency, Smoke Dizza was at the very hype of like the, the fly, like get on this plane, yeah, yeah, everything yeah. else like that. Um, so like really talk, like really like talk me through like the concept of like the Clearport. All right. Um, first off, I want to thank you for this. I want to thank you for coming in. Thank you for uh, holding this podcast, featuring me. Um, and second, I want to welcome you to the Clearport, of course, right? So uh, the Clearport, the concept behind it, the idea behind it um, really surfaces from slang that we use every day, right? Mm. Uh, and this slang word has been around since wow like before we were around you know what I mean and and that's crazy when I started doing my research I started finding that out and I said wow I'm late to the party Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about it differently you know what I mean Um, and that word is fly like Mm -hmm. yo we get fly in in slang terms fly means sharp on point you're 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 on a whole nother level you know what I mean and I used to work for uh, several retail stores in the past, and I used mm. to always pitch it to my friends like, yo, come get fly, I'm gonna get you fly. Come hit the runway. The runway started being from a fashion runway, and of course my sense and love for aviation became an actual runway. Mm-hmm. And then I used to always call myself Young Boeing 747, because mm. I was the flyest thing in, around. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. the, the, illest, the illest airplane around. And that kind of thing triggered one idea to another idea to a third idea and 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 then from there i said damn what if we built a store a place where you got fly that looked like an airport and that this was just an idea man Mm -hmm. this is just this happens to me every day and this just happened to be one of those ideas where it's like yo that actually makes sense that ain't as stupid as it sounds you know and 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 from there it kind of just kind of birthed itself yeah man. because i'm really like as as i walk through and just thinking about your concept behind it you know, it's it's one thing for um, a brand or, or a store to have a dope name, and that's it. But then it's just like, it's another thing to where you've kind of married this, you've kind of made a marriage of an actual, the name and also, you know what I'm saying, the concept in, into one, you know what I'm saying, and also like the experience that you have as well, you know what I'm saying. So it's another thing for just to have a store, but also at the same time, like, you let your concept, like, sell itself. Rather Man, than the I clothing, appreciate you for seeing that. Rather than the clothing you know itself. Because yeah. it's always, like, it's always, I mean, was that, like, did you ever look at it like that instead of, like, letting the clothing sell the, sell the oh, store? Oh, bro, all the time, all the time. And I think that's one of the main reasons I actually went through forth with this idea, right? Mm-hmm. Because coming from that retail environment my whole life, I've seen what the do's and don'ts of retail, what would work, what doesn't work, right? Because mm-hmm. it, the end game is to, 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 to make money, right? Because right. you want to make money so you can go ahead and try to feed your other creative ideas. This is just the beginning, obviously, you know what I'm saying? There's other ideas that tie into this that make this a whole grand plan. And how do you do that without having the right funds for it? So how do you keep this dream alive, but also maintain making money? And one of those things was 
the concept. This I don't call this a store. This isn't a retail store. We call it a conceptual retail experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what brings clients here, right? Because, yo, in today's age, our generation, man, we could go anywhere for this product. We don't even have to leave our house. We can order this online. And what happens? It's delivered to your doorstep in two to three hours. Amazon Prime type of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So why are you going to get out of your house, out of your comfortable, warm house, and come visit us? Number one, the reason is going to be the concept. It's going to be the experience, right? It's going to mm-hmm. be, yo, I'm going to get fly at an airport. I'm going to go gain miles and earn this loyalty program. I'm going to go see these guys who are going to treat me like nobody else is going to treat me. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, oh, yo, they also have flat product. You know what I'm saying? Now mm-hmm. I'm going to get right. So, yeah, man, that's always been the reason people are going to come, and that's why we went forth with this mm-hmm. idea. Because yeah. it's kind of like when, when stores start, it's always, and, and, I, and I would think off the top, I think when the first time I came in here, um, I would have thought like, you know, you, ha- you would have like the, the, the top tier brands. Yeah. Not to, say like, not to say like the brands that you don't have. No, no, you know, no, no, like, absolutely. I get what you're saying. But it, like I said before, before um, is that a lot of times, a lot of stores start, you know, kind of how we see it now, backwards to where they let the clothing sell you know, sell the business rather than have a concept like the Clearport. So how did how did you go about what how did you go about actually picking the brands that would fit into the the vision itself, the the concept? Cool, man. Um, first, first to hit one part of the, the, your your question real quick, your statement is a lot of stores don't really invest. Um, I guess opportunity or time into concepts, and I think one of the main reasons for that. Um, it goes back to uh, a lot of these concepts or a lot of a lot of these conceptual ideas like this one right here you take up a lot of retail space for art right mm-hmm. art takes up a lot of space for that and and if you can't turn around product fast enough your your brand's going to die like you said everything in this in this environment ties back to get to another you know what i'm saying even my business cards look like boarding passes mm. things like that every single little thing in, in this in this brand comes back together the name the clearport jay-z mm-hmm. made that popular you know what i'm saying of course not not just yeah, just him but everybody mm, everybody got you. the clearport is you know he says we don't get fly at the airport we get fly at the clearport you know what i mean but I mean, Clearport is just a private airport. It's that sense of intimacy of that. I don't get flying like ordinary people. I get right somewhere else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But um, then to get to get back to that to, to that concept, like choosing the brands. Yeah, how do you choose the brands? Um, I mean, at first I said, you know, what brands do I like, man? What what what? And plus, you have to remember, man. Like we're really in this. We're really in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we talk to the kids. We um. I'm going out every single, every other day, man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's like, we're in this culture. And I see what people are wearing, what kids are telling me they like. And you know what I'm saying? People come out to me, yo, I like this. Oh, you're killing it. You're wearing this, blah, blah, blah. But look what I got on, and et cetera. So you actually pay attention to, to where this culture is heading. And I think you could pick or choose certain pieces. And I think we're at a point right now, it's not even about the brands anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It's about the pieces, right? Because at the end of the day, you, you really break it down, the, 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 the store is located in Jersey City. Jersey mm-hmm. City, we're still, still the hood. We're still up and coming, you know what I'm saying? We're, mm-hmm. still, gonna, we're still gentrifying. We're still getting to that level. Um, but in that sense, the average kid gets paid, what, $350, $400 in their paycheck. You're spending $200 on Jordans now. You have $200 left to spend on the outfit. 
You know what I mean? A BBC hoodie costs 150. Man, that's if I want, if we carried brands in that tier, which we do, mm-hmm. but we also have to carry brands that also, listen, man, you want that same, we got a dope hoodie for 60 bucks. Yeah. Got a dope hoodie for 50. You grab a pair of jeans for 60, that's 110. Look, man, you still got $80 to take a girl out to look fly, yes. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where we're at, man. We know what life is, so I think we play a role into that, and that's it, and And I looked at, like, not even you've you've been um a lot of people have f- fell in love with the concept not only just the concept but they fell in love with the interior design as well um i've seen so many different outlets uh internationally out- international outlets have written about the um the interior design uh which is often a lot of times uh, that's that's not a it's not a thing guys are supposed to be yeah, man, good at. For sure. Just society, just bro. looking at society. So, talk. so what, you know, talk to us about like the interior design portion of it. Yeah, man. Um, yo, at the end of the day, I'm a creative, man. I'm mm-hmm. a designer. I don't care what it is. You want, we could create furniture. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we could create like Virgil, man. Like Kanye West's creative director. This, these dudes are breaking boundaries. That's who we're, we watched growing up. You know what I'm saying? These dudes are breaking boundaries, designing certain things that we're like, what? Mm. But then three years later, we're like, oh, I get it. And I always felt like I was ahead. Of, I was I was there, but never had the right platform. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I felt like this could be a platform, a foundation for all the creatives to grow. So one Catching thing those be, early adopters. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. But why not? We have we have to have ground zero somewhere. Mm-hmm. Why not be us? Um, and I mean the interior design aspect of it, bro. I mean. I could never even imagine that. I knew I was a, a, a decent designer, but once we started breaking it down and started looking at the space and how we could utilize it in that certain sense, I started picking up architecture books, started picking up different design, um, looking at different design websites and blogs, taking down notes and ideas and whatnot, and really formulating this plan on how I could utilize every single inch of this space to our liking yeah. mm. but don't get me wrong I didn't get it right I didn't get it right all that first once there's mm-hmm. plenty of times like there's little kinks that nobody would notice like if you look at the body scanner in a sense how we had to chip off the top because there was another additional three feet up there but I also wanted a loft area up top for an office later on so there's little aspects of it that aren't complete yet but I'm happy with it because you know what this is a growth process and I'm, I'm happy that everybody could be a part of it mm-hmm. and kind of see it grow because it gives kind of hope man for it's like for, your, for our city, it's man. your own. You're developing like this is your, this is your canvas, not yeah, someone no, else's. Absolutely, canvas. and I love that. I love that because I've done this for so many people in the past, and mm-hmm. and it and it turned out like we, you you're left with nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I want to mm-hmm. change that, man. I want to. This is my this is my canvas, and it's a it's an opportunity for uh, creatives to grow. And like, yo, I have. I, I mean, like. And, and it's been going to that direction yeah. so far. It's been so when you actually like, you know, we're putting together this idea. Yeah. What individuals and like brands like inspire in, inspired you? Um, brands that inspired me in a sense. Um, I used to look at stores like Bodega in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a big concept store. It looks like a grocery store when you walk in, and then when you uh, you walk through a vending machine, and it takes you to a a cherry wood chandelier hanging boutique where mm-hmm. they sell sneakers and clothes and crazy. So that 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 kind of 
helped. There was a, a shit, man. There's there's a bunch of little boutiques that used to pop up in mind, but that's one in particular. I looked at Kith and how Kith is so clean and sleek, mm-hmm. um, and their and their architecture, uh, snark. They call it snarkitecture, right? Their snarkitecture is is really really simple, but it plays that same theme with the mold of sneakers, and you see how it ties into each every mm-hmm. store. So they're really really good at branding, and that's one thing. Um, I looked at so. So so does Jersey City to to the friends that I have that are in Jersey City? They say Jersey City is one of the most diverse cities in the United States. Yeah, period. Yeah. Um, does that does that reflect um, the results of what we're seeing here today? I think that that affects the result of everything, right? Because mm-hmm. number one, I'm born. I was born and raised in Jersey City. Gotcha. So. Whatever diversity this town went through, man, whatever it's going through, it's all played a part in my in, in my life. Mm-hmm. I was born three blocks down uh, in a in a in med- the medical center in a Margaret Hague Hospital. That's now the Beacon. It's a condo building. You know what I'm saying? So it's no longer a hospital. Um, I got into my first fight. I mean, three blocks from here, I went to PS11, which is four blocks here for grammar school, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Four blocks from this particular location. I got locked up maybe two blocks down. <laughs> and yeah, this is what I'm talking This plays a yeah. huge role. So I used to walk past this this store all the time. My uncle used to own a butcher shop next door, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Which is insane, bro. So now for me to have this location, have this space and be part of the change, I mm. think the city played a major part of that because mm. I've me growing up, man. I, there was nobody ever for me to talk to about you. I want to, I want to, I want to create this T-shirt. Can you help me? How can you get this done? Mm. And at that time, the internet wasn't rocking for us, bro. We were still on dial-up. If your mom had a phone call, <laughs> you know the computer was cutting off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like there was no that's time to. That's real talk, man. And that's, that's why these kids have all these resources. But there's nothing better than a resource that's like. Uh, that one-on-one talking. Gotcha, gotcha. So what was the actual timeline um, to execute an idea like this? Yo, bro, I'll keep it real. I could have got this done in like two months, but Chinese New Year's hit me hard. Um, And that's also, the reason for that is because I was motivated in ways that not a lot of people were. Um, I went through something really, really like crazy last year mm-hmm. with, again, uh, partnerships that I got involved with, brands that I helped build, and uh, fuckboys involved, basically. And mm-hmm. this is the first time I've ever saying that. It's crazy. But, yeah. but um, and, and shit that happened. So I was really in a depressed state, man. And I was like, I got to change my life. What do I do? Do I go back and work for a corporate office or whatever? Nah, man. So I was motivated, really. It, I took four months off and I said yo you know what let me let me design this build this manufacture it and plug and play in a sense so um, yeah Chinese New Year's hit me and that's kind of like the factories closed up for a whole month mm-hmm. but when we came back it got built out I would say at least at least the store six months later I was opening up so Chinese New Year's is in January, right? In February. February. Okay, yeah, okay. beginning of February. So we look. So you opened in May. I opened up in May 21st mm-hmm. yeah May yeah, 21st yeah, yeah. Three months? Three months. Three months, man. Three months. Got it designed, got it manufactured, got it sent over here on a boat, all these pieces. And then we kind of had to break one of these windows to bring mm-hmm. it in. And then once we print it, plug and play. And we had the grand opening, and it was a phenomenal feeling, man. Mm, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. So that's it's very, very interesting. And, I, and I'm. So do you. When does. I think I asked this, like, I think the first time I came here we met. When the concept stops, you know, when the concept is not gaining the the financial return, 
what what happens from there? Well, is the concept gaining financial return? Because really, it's the product that gains the return, right? The concept mm-hmm. is really just bringing people in. Yeah. As long as the product is good, it's going to keep bringing people in. It's going to keep, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be uh, uh, be-backs in a sense. But I guess if you're asking if the concept, once the concept stops bringing people in, what's, yeah. the, what's that after that? I mean, you, is it gonna? You just keep. <laughs> you just keep growing. The con- yeah, I feel like yeah, the yeah. concept is so, is so universal that it mm. can never end. Yeah. Like just for instance, we just yesterday we released something called Sky Mag, yeah, which yeah. is inspired by Sky Mall magazine, right? That's found yeah. in every single airplane. So the Sky Sky Mag catalog is basically a, a digital and physical lookbook of products that are featured in the Clearport. Mm-hmm. So things like that. I think every time you do something new like that, you gain another new customer. That's like, whoa. I got like six emails yesterday of people saying, yo, this is a crazy idea. This is a unique concept. Wow, look at this. Mm-hmm. Just for that. Just for that magazine. So I think, mm-hmm. and now imagine if we start releasing Clearport I eye blinders or you know what I'm saying the eye shade or we start doing the blankets and we, we didn't even do like clearport promo tees yet so again there's I think there's so opportunities create, yeah so you probably say like your creativity is really like is endless with this yeah, thing, with this endless. with this concept man absolutely 150% and you also like I, I, I kind of like I looked into like like one of the labels that like one of your first labels that you created for uh, your first t-shirt for the I create brand that you do um and it said, um, there were times that the only thing that kept me on this earth was the need and response, response, responsible uh, responsibility to responsibility create. to create. Yeah. Um, this was back in like 2012, right? Yeah, bro. So, when did you have this this idea? Like, I, to, I create like, men's. I was like, like 14, bro. That actual since 14 yeah so I was like 14 and I'm gonna keep it real with you I had a brand called Visual High mm-hmm. um, I had a brand called Visual High and, and it was never I could never know I didn't know how to produce stuff I would always just draw things and I would show people design oh that's cool that's cool that's cool never had the right money to produce it never had the right resources to produce it so as we got a little older we started learning what we could do ourselves mm-hmm. um, and I mean, it got to the point where we we didn't know how to produce. We, I was painting T-shirts like Mesquite mm-hmm. when Mesquite was popping. We used to paint T-shirts in high school and sell them. And then after that, you know, started getting, started working a little bit. And I started actually becoming a buyer for a store. Start seeing how all these brands control their lines and and what how corny pieces really sold. Like the corniest. <laughs> The corniest design would sell, uh, you know, 50 yeah. pieces. And I'm like, wow, man, only if I could sell 20 pieces at this price, I could have my own clothing line. Instead of me, as a buyer, instead of me spending my money onto a brand, on this brand that's, that, that's gaining notoriety, and I was putting it on different celebrities, styling different celebrities, Puffy, Jadakiss, Victor Cruz, and stuff like that, why not create my own brand and do that same formula? So and that's where I said, and then I think, and and me just creating, me just having that sense of urgency to yo, I gotta make some dope shit, mm-hmm. really gave me that fuel to like, yo, you gotta keep pushing, man. This is bigger than you, you know what I'm saying? And that's why that saying right there is in the back of every single tag, every single size tag. It's in the back of my tag, in the back of every pants, t-shirt, everything. So was it, was it the idea of the, the glamour, the glamorous results, 
or was it like the idea of the process of the creation that drew you closer to the It was never about, bro, I'd never, I never, I'm from Jersey City, man. I never saw, we never saw celebrities out here growing up, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like, I've never seen an outlet of how big it could be. I think it was always the, yo, I have to make some, I, we, there was always an urgency, a feeling in there, like, yo, I have to make something, man. I have to make something. And then there's also that feeling of when you see somebody wearing your shit and they're, like, really happy about it. That's just, that's, like, euphoric to me, you know what I'm saying? That's, like, that's where I'm meant to be. At that particular moment in time, I know that's where I belong, you know what I'm saying? And that's real talk, man. Um, so did you, I mean, but you also, did you have some type of, some type of encouragement from your peers because I mean when you were at PS PS eleven yeah, yeah, you were best school, dressed yeah. right I mean absolutely yeah yeah man this is grammar school we always been the flyest dressed <laughs> the most confident the class flirt most popular you know what I'm saying that's yeah. always been the life it's always been that sense of energy in a sense but I think so did your peers embrace you uh yeah hundred yeah. percent man even in basketball even on back even in grammar school I'm thinking about it back now even when I used to go to uh on uh, the basketball team I had a t-shirt that I used to rip up one sleeve and wear another sleeve on the bottom, you know what I'm saying? And kind of have the dual cut-off, two-tone stuff. And this you was, was playing. This were, was, you, yeah, yeah. were you playing in the game? Yeah, right? absolutely. Because I used to play basketball, and it used to always be the cast that... No, 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 no. We were fly. I was a starter, man. Like, you see how tall <laughs> I'm 6'3". I was not. We were starters. Like, man, he got some clean shoes. He's killing it, but he ain't playing. the reason why he got some clean shoes. Nah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. We were balling, man. We were good. That was a long time ago, but... But yeah, even back then, start thinking about it. We still had our own fashion sense, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I always felt like, even seeing different brands, I say, damn, I would have did that differently. I would have did that differently. This would have looked doper if you would have did this. Why nobody? Why has nobody ever done this? And then, of course, once you release your first clothes, your first piece, and mm-hmm. then all everybody's buying it. Everybody's going crazy. My first piece, one of my first pieces. The major pieces I sold over 400 pieces, in, and I was selling one T-shirt for 75 dollars a piece, man. I seen that you yeah. you started like you started out like selling like T-shirts for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, man. But it's it, but it's so crazy. Like, what year was this? This was 2013. So yeah, 2013 maybe 2014. So did you ever like did that ever did that? Because I know like cats. Um, Nipsey, Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle was selling like a lot of the artists now. Like I know YG was trying to do his thing. Like a lot of them are selling like their uh, mixtapes albums for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 interesting. That's an interesting concept. I mm-hmm. mean, when we did it, when I did it first, it was because the garments that we were producing, I was producing mm-hmm. them at a high price. Right. So it's like this is what I have to sell them for in order to make my money back. You know what I'm saying? Um, the shirt I was making was probably for. 30, 40 bucks, 30 mm. bucks. It was sublimated. This was when the technology first came out. Mm. So, um, and at, but at the time, at 2013, then that's when I started making it a little bit cheaper. Started getting them done for like 10 bucks mm-hmm. and still, you know, and then, and then selling them at, then I lowered the price like 40, 30 bucks. And they came packaged in like a clear capsule. Mm-hmm. So again, that creativity thing, just pushing the envelope on how we're going to be different. Yeah. But I hated, trust me, I hated selling t-shirts at 100 bucks, man. That's like, as cool as that seems, like that's just crazy now. Now that you look back at it, I mean, it's a that's I just mean, crazy, that's, you man. know. But but that's but that's that says a lot. That says don't a get lot me about, wrong. No, yeah, no, the shirt was a conceptual shirt no, no, too. That just says think. a lot about the type of foresight and the type of like success that you had of being confident within yeah, yourself. Because majority of people that I know, like when they're coming out, they're just 
they're gonna start off at the lowest point. Oh, bro, trust me, I got I got so much like so much clout. Like people were talking so like my boys, my boys are like, yo, you're crazy. You're selling that shirt for seventy five. Nobody's gonna buy it, man. Nobody's gonna buy it. You're gonna sit on product. That blah blah blah. Three weeks later, man, a hundred shirts, seventy five a piece, all sold out. Crazy. And I was looking at, I was like, what? I was boggled. I said, yo, what? That's dope, though. Let's restock. That's having foresight. That's yeah. that's like your restock, that's like restock. your foresight. And that's what really gave me the energy. Like, yo, mm. man, maybe we should concentrate on a, a whole collection. And then that's when I dropped the collection and did a fashion mm. show and start growing and start gaining accolade here for the name brand. So this cool. is, you know, you're you're birthing like your you're birthing like your brand, the I create the I create brand. Were there any like, were there any other people like? around in this area because I mean Jersey City is like my third home to the sense of dope, they have man. a lot of great a lot of great dope creatives come out of here. Yeah man. Uh were there a lot of other people in your community that were like help that helped you, you know, that help you like within like the branding and the that's the thing side? man, that's the thing I hate about Jersey right not the thing I hate about Jersey. Well that's the one thing I've noticed about our my hometown growing up. It's always been on some crabs in a bucket, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody you can't shine because then I won't shine. That's the mentality for some reason. Mm-hmm. And growing up, nobody, like I said, bro, nobody wants to help us, man. Nobody saw the vision. Everybody wants to put your, their doubts on you. Or maybe that's just the people I was around at that moment. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And So you never, so you probably, bro, at, this to, point, at this point, so you probably, like, you're saying that, like, you never had any mentors? I, in, in the clothing aspect? Nah, man. It's just maybe my boys that were a little more higher, high, higher knowledgeable than me maybe mm-hmm. knowledge, a little bit more knowledgeable where they say nah man you know this brand did this and they were able to reference certain people mm-hmm. other than that I think we were all brought up in the same thing with the, the information that, that we were searching for but mm-hmm. that's that's I think that's one of the main reasons where I said when I have the opportunity to do this myself yeah. I'm going to make myself the biggest resource and then I'm going to create my own team of people that are have the same mentality. That's mm. why I have people on my team like Nabil, who shoots all my photography, all my marketing, all the stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I have people like Eric Sieves, who handles my day-to-day operations and things like that when he's when he's around. So, and he he has his own clothing line. Nabil has his own clothing line. So things like that of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Bringing bring everything that we know mm-hmm. together and just utilizing, like I said, this as a platform, as a foundation, mm-hmm. as ground zero. Talk about like, cause that's that's a lot for you to take on, you know. That's a lot for anybody that's, cause you're under thirty. Um, a lot of responsibility. I think in the time that we live in, uh, as they like to categorize the millennials. Yeah. But I think we have, uh, instead of waiting for someone to pass along the responsibility, I think we kind of like take it. Take it. So like you you've taken on a lot of different. Uh, a lot of responsibility, outside, you know, with the store and, you know, having other people around you uh, helping you with the vision. But, like, what challenges do you, do, do you encounter uh, personally and also on a business side as well? Um, I agree with it being a lot, man. Uh, um, I, agree, I agree. But if you look at it around it, man this area is changing we're changing every single day right it's either we're going to be a part of the change or we're going to see the change happen we're going to sit back and say damn remember those days Mm -hmm. nah man i'm not we're not going to be there i have no no anchor on me right now i don't have a girl i don't have kids you know what i'm saying i live on my own bro i'm 
come on, I'm out, I'm out here, I'm priming, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So how are we going to take advantage of all this energy? If people want to know what I'm doing, all right, cool, I'm going to utilize that for mm. us, you know what I'm saying? Um, and being part of the change, like, yo, like you said, I'm 28, man. I'm not making. I'm not making bread. I had to sell my car to 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 open the store. I had to sell most of my sneakers. So this is real life. Does you want to talk mm. about obstacles? This is. I had to sacrifice so much. I moved out of my my two floor duplex. You know what I'm saying? And move and downgraded and went to a one a studio mm. apartment. Like I know the sacrifice I had to make it's in order to start something that's going to be so much bigger than mm. me, man. Uh, again, being 28, man. Thanksgiving, we gave away 100 turkeys. A hundred turkeys, man, and out of a U-Haul, like I was Frank Lucas. You know how crazy <laughs> that is? This is stuff. This is real talk, man. You know how crazy yeah. that is, man? I'm 20, 28 years old, man. This, I Like, bro, like, this ain't nothing crazy. I don't we don't have, I was like, nah, man, we got to give back to the hood. And this is what we did. And we gave haircuts out to little kids. So how did, so, like I said, I mean, a lot of responsibility that you, that you taking upon yourself. And the... The overall, I mean, just the overall thing, I, I know how it feels to, for everyone has this type of feeling where you're in this place and you're taking on so much responsibility and you're trying to be the best positive example yeah, as man, possible. I th- I th- you know what's one thing that I feel like would help me so much, man, if there was somebody, I guess like a mentor, you know what I'm saying? Someone mm-hmm. who has, I don't know, 10 stores, <laughs> 10 store chain, he has... He's creating his clothing line. Somebody who's doing everything I'm doing on a bigger scale, and I can be like, yo, am I... Am I going the right direction, bro? Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's real talk. Do you talk. still ask yourself? Yeah, all the yeah. time. Every day, man. Every day I ask myself that. Every single day I'm like, yo, make sure. Like, don't get me wrong. The concept, ideas, man. Ideas, concepts. Like, when I see mm. a good idea, a good concept, I already know, like, damn, this is dope. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, yeah, you do look for guidance, man. Sometimes you're like, yo, what is the next step? What do you, what do you, and I feel like the greatest part about this, this experience of creating this type of business is every day is different. You don't know who you're going to meet, what's going to happen, what adventure in it. And plus, again, like I said, you ha- I have this freedom, this sense of freedom where I could do anything. You were here the other day when we threw an event called Red Eye Flights. Mm-hmm. Red Eye Flight is the last fly of the day. So we do it at night from 8 o'clock to midnight because you get fly late without the jet lag. And we kind of host different things. And the one that you came to was mm-hmm. J-Hype. It was a local artist. Yeah. She was she yeah, hosted, yeah, she yeah, hosted a nice event in here. And we turn off the cabin lights. We have drinks for everybody, a DJ, and it's a vibe, man. Mm-hmm. What other store out here does that? No other store does that. You know why? Because they're all run by older individuals. And that's, again, they, you lose that, 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 that culture. Mm-hmm. They lose where this really starts is that street level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, and to hear you say that, you've, you've taken that. You've taken that, um, those, like, those points and you're, obser- you're observing how the older people are running things and you've kind of like taken that and ran back with it and, and while you're still looking for that mentor per se or whatever, but you've also at the same time you've turned this into like a, a hub for some of the high school. You know why? Because I, while, while I'm looking for someone that gives me guidance, bro, mm-hmm. no matter what, my guidance is coming from somewhere else, right? My guidance is coming from higher ups. These visions are coming from wherever it is we're going to say. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, these yeah, ideas yeah. are coming from somewhere, right? Provoked by, by different shit that we're going through. Mm-hmm. But again, like I'm looking for that mentor. Yo, these kids are looking for mentors too. They're looking yeah. for somebody that can be like, yo, how do I... I get I get emails every day of people I want to intern for the store that yeah. want or that want to create their own clone lines. So with that being said, who's going to be their mentor, man? Who else, man? But I've been through it all. I've been through it all. I 
I'm the hometown hero in a sense, you know what I'm saying? So let's go. I'm here, man. You want to come talk to me? Come chop it up. You have mm. a clothing line that you want to sell? Cool. Let's talk about how we can get it in the store if it makes sense. Mm. As long as you're presenting it the way I'm presenting the store, right? Because if I'm not half-assing it, I don't expect you to half-ass it. So mm. why not put you in the opportunity? But there always has to be somebody that comes in and says, yo, this is dope, but come on, man. You can do better. Yeah. That's my life. Oh, yeah, you're right. I they get lazy. All right, let me go back and cook it up. Cook it up, come back. Oh, shit, you were right. And boom, man. That energy right there, you'll never half-ass anything mm. ever again, bro, until that fifth, sixth idea that you have and you're going to be Gucci. Mm. So do you still believe in that uh, a large part of your success uh, is in, is the large part of your success in business is due to who you are, what you do, and how you speak to people? Yeah, man. I don't. I don't know much about who I am. It's definitely about how you speak to people. It's mm. definitely about how you present yourself. Mm. Okay, um, that's one hundred fifty percent. Because I've always been big on that. Ever since high school, grammar. I've always been big on that. Who I was always around. What I'm doing. Mm. What people thought about me of what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, not, not, not in a sense like, yo, I like this kid or I don't like this. No, nah, it's just like, what do you, what do you think, like? Like I said, yo, most likely to succeed in grammar school. That's most likely to succeed. These kids saw that I was likely to succeed. Why? Because it's the way I just talked about it. The way I'm so animated. Mm-hmm. Call myself young energy because I know I have a lot of energy. And I know when people walk in the room and I'm here, energy cha- the room changes. I understand that power that I have, bro. I understand mm-hmm. that I can captivate a whole crowd. I could talk on a mic in front of 4,000, 5,000 people without being nervous. You know what I'm saying? I know that's a re- there's a reason for that. And I think... When somebody breaks that down to these kids and you start realizing, yo, I have those same character traits, I'm going to be all right in the future and I can utilize it. First step is that you have to be successful and confident. Come <laughs> on, confident, bro. The only, I think the only reason I'm in the position where I'm in right now, number one, is the confidence in my mind and the, the, the most important is the gift to God. It's the way I talk. It's the way I speak because that got me in so many doors. It's got me... Come on, man. I've talked myself out of detention back in the school. If I can talk <laughs> myself into certain deals that I've, like... I'm like, what the hell just happened? Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man. It got me into Puffy's house in Beverly Hills. This is this type of stuff I'm talking yeah. about. I'm from Jersey City, man. It got me into Puffy's house in Beverly Hills talking to a billionaire. Yeah. Just a gift to get. It wasn't because of who I am, bro. This is, we're not doing anything special. May, maybe we are in, in, in time, but my mind's like, this is regular, bro. This is regular. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Man. Man. Hate them. You gave, uh, I think, We've gotten foresight, we've gotten the mentorship, and most importantly, we've got, you know, the vibes, you know, that you give off. Um, there we have it, the Clearport experience. Yeah, we man. hate them. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, man. Well, Steph. Appreciate you, man. Wrap.